Welcome to A Word from the Word on Sound of Truth Podcast. In this podcast episode, you're going to hear a shorter version of a message I delivered to the wonderful people of Harvest Jacksonville. So if you're able, grab a Bible and join me for A Word from the Word. I want to draw your attention to Exodus chapter 32, where we see this tragic event in the history of the nation of Israel, God's people. Moses had gone up onto the mountain to talk and meet with God for quite a long time, 40 days. And while he was up there, the people cast off any type of restraint and ended up worshiping a golden calf under the leadership of Aaron in Moses' absence. This, of course, is not the will of God for them. In fact, it is idolatry. It is abandoning the worship of the true God in favor of a false god. And it's easy for us to look back and say how foolish of them, but this is something we do ourselves. We frequently abandon worship of the true God, and we look to other things. We place value in other things other than God. We put our trust in other things than God. But we want to look at this episode and really draw a contrast between the people of Israel at this time and Moses up on the mountain meeting with God. And I want to draw attention to a phrase that's used through this section of Scripture to refer to the people of God. And the phrase or description is this, stiff-necked. Stiff-necked, meaning stubborn, stubborn in pursuing sin. I want to contrast that to the description of Moses after he came down from meeting with God and particularly after a second meeting with God later on in this section of Scripture. He is said to be radiant-faced. His face was radiant, shining from the glory of God, having been exposed to the glory of God, and it caused his face to glow to the point that people couldn't even look at him. He was radiant-faced. He had to wear a veil when he was interacting with the people because his face was so radiant. My question is this, which one are we? Are we stiff-necked or radiant-faced? Let's look closer at the text. Exodus chapter 32, the story of the golden calf. I want to draw out some principles as to what stiff-necked people are like. So let's look at Exodus chapter 32, starting in verse 1. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses, who brought us out of Egypt, we don't know what's happened to him. The first characteristic we see in this chapter of stiff-necked people is they point to the absence of leadership as an excuse for sin. Like, where is this guy Moses? He's not around. We're going to have to get a new God. In fact, without the leader, they don't seem to be able to have a relationship with God. It's as if their relationship with God was completely tied to the leadership of Moses. Now, we see this in our day when a great Christian leader, at least great in our minds, someone who we think is a great Christian leader, falls morally and fails in ministry or in their moral and their character, and it shakes our faith because our trust is too much in the leader rather than the God of the leader. Moses is gone, he's absent, he's not in sight, they cast off restraint, and they pursue sin. Verse 2, Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing, and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, These are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced tomorrow, It will be a festival to the Lord. The second characteristic of stiff-necked people is they look for weak leaders who will do what they want them to do. Godly, 
leaders, strong leadership, are those who will go against the majority and say, look, this isn't right, and then the people listen. Once Moses was out of the picture, the people sought out leadership in Aaron and dominated him. Here's the sign of a weak leader. See which way the wind is blowing. See what's popular. See what the people want, even if it's wrong. We need strong leaders in our society today. We need strong leaders in our homes who say, it doesn't matter what the rest of the kids are doing. You're my child, and we're going to live differently. We need strong leaders in government to say, it doesn't matter where the culture is trending. This is the right thing. This is what's best for our nation. Aaron was a weak leader, and he caved into the people's demands. He was afraid of people. We need more people in leadership who are afraid of God more than they are of man. So the next day, the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterward, they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in revelry. The King James puts it this way. They sat down to eat and to drink, and they got up to play. Third characteristic of stiff-necked people. They pursue pleasure over principle. They seek to fulfill the desires of the flesh rather than live by convictions. They don't know self-restraint. They don't know know self-discipline. They don't know self-control. The fruit of the Spirit is self-control. We all have urges. We all have a flesh that there's these fleshly desires. We want to engage in behavior that brings us immediate pleasure rather than stand for purity and resist and honor the Lord and do the right thing. We're living in an age of instant gratification. We're living in an era in which if it feels good, do it. People go by their feelings rather than by facts. People pursue pleasure over a principled life, a life of pleasure over a life of principle and conviction. Stiff-necked people say, God, if what you say doesn't line up with what I want, then I'm not going to do it. It's what I want. We've replaced God with me. Instant gratification, pursuit of pleasure, rather than delayed gratification, living for the glory of God, living for future reward, rather than instant pleasure. Stiff-necked people say, I'm stubborn. I want it my way. I'm going to do it my way, not your way, God. Now, this is all a description of stiff-necked people as described in Exodus chapter 32. But let's contrast the idea of a stiff-necked, stubborn person before God with a person who has spent quality time in the Lord's presence and therefore have a glowing radiance about them, a radiant face, a joyful disposition, fruit of the Spirit exuding from them. That was Moses. And what's really exciting is as those who are in the new covenant, in Christ, we can be like Moses. We don't have to be stiff-necked. Moses is an example for us of one who spends quality time in the Lord's presence and thus radiates his glory. And for Moses, it was very literal, physical radiating of glory. For us, it's a radiating of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. Looking at a person's life who's spending time in the presence of God and being transformed by the glory of the Lord in such a way that this person has love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control flowing out of their life, and it's radiant, it's attractive, it's beautiful. This is what we desire, and it doesn't come through our strong will. It doesn't come by pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps. It doesn't come through self-effort. It comes from being with Jesus. The Bible says, that when the two disciples on the road to Emmaus walked with Christ and Christ proclaimed himself from the Old Testament, as they looked back on it and said, weren't our hearts burning within us? There's this concept of being on fire for the Lord, this idea that the Lord is like a burning bush that he draws you to. Take your shoes off. You're on holy ground. Spend time in the Lord's presence where the fire, the glory of the Lord is. 
It is no wonder when the Holy Spirit fell upon the church in Acts chapter 2, the description is there were tongues of fire that rested upon them. And here we have the glory of the Lord with Moses, and his face is radiant as a result. We need believers who are walking closely with the Lord in fellowship with him, desiring to be in his presence and to worship him and experience him, to hear his voice, ready to obey. They're yes on the table, and then they come out and they radiate with the glory of God in their lives. Chapter 32, verse 26. Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. The King James puts it this way. Who is on the Lord's side? If you're on the Lord's side, you're going to want to be close to him in fellowship and hanging out with other people who want to be close to him. Because in so many ways, you are who your friends are. You need to be around other believers who are also wanting to be in the presence of the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Abandon stiff-necked stubbornness, cling to sin. Confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. Repent of your sin. Change your mind about it. Turn away from it. Come into the Lord's presence. Receive his forgiveness, his grace, and leave with the radiant face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2023.